committed to taking care of everyone and everything in your life? Do you sometimes wonder when it's going to be your turn? Are you ready to find love, joy, and purpose on your own terms? Are you ready to put your happiness first? My name's Heidi Esther, a joyful purpose mentor and Midwestern mama who's been there. I guide curious souls like you to embark on a journey to find what self-love and a joyful purpose look like for you. Are you ready for the adventure of a lifetime? Then the Joyfully Ever After community is here for you. You'll find encouraging support, relatable stories, empowering conversations, and playful self-reflections. All the tools you need to find your Joyfully Ever After. Because... Let's be honest, life's too short to drive around whining dogs and crappy feelings. All right, here's the show. Hello, beautiful. How are you? And how are you taking care of yourself today? What is what is happening today? I am going to be eating a breakfast of beans and rice soon, and that's kind of how I'm taking care of myself today. I had a little bit of a like a book publishing death spiral that I just went through, and then I realized that I can reach out to real people for help with it, and it is mostly resolved. There's something that can't be resolved, so uh, my paperback book will be unpublished until like three days before print. So, um, that's just, that's just how it's going to be. This first time author is going to, going to encounter her own challenges, uh, with the publishing. So today I want to talk about friends. Yep. Friends. I used to think that friends are pretty optional. Like we have our family and those are our people and everybody else is kind of like optional, like a nice to have kind of a thing, maybe. I don't know. In my upcoming book for crying out loud, I encounter three new kinds of people. And I want you to know that at the start of my journey, I was not really surrounded by any friends. I guess with that kind of attitude, right? I wouldn't have a lot of friends anyway. I mean, I had like the couple friends. My husband and I had a couple friends, but none of the, none of the real nitty gritty girlfriends who are with you and, and, um, you know, man friends who are with you all the time. And I want to assure you, I was going to show you a little sample of, uh, what I think friends are like. And so I'm going to do something kind of dangerous. I'm going to get out some matches. All right. I know, nothing like a, a live stream with matches. So I'm going to open up a new a new box of matches so that it will be easier. I got some nice diamond matches. Matches are kind of like going out of style. We have like a flamethrower thing at our house. And that's pretty popular when we have candles. But, you know, we have a, a saying in our bathroom. Well, it's, a, it's one of our family rules. It says, if it stinks, light a match. So there you go. No poopery for us. We go old school with the matches. So, okay. 
So I'm going to light one match. Okay. So see that little flame? It's just so little. And then, boom. Oh, of course, it's going to go out because this is a live stream. All right. I'm going to... I got this guy. And then I'm going to put the other guy. Okay. And so separate, they get pretty small. But together, they are one enormous flame. And I think that's kind of like what friends are like. All right, let's blow these out before I get burnt. Okay. Do I have anything to put these on? I don't know. I'm going to put them on the matchbox. Is that safe? I don't know. Friends are like that. They help show your light. They help nurture your light. They help protect it and make it shine even brighter because they see how bright you are meant to be. There are three different kinds of friends that I meet in my journey. So one is that friend who listens and encourages, kind of like a cheerleader, someone who will have a positive mindset, someone who can see all of that beautiful flame that you can be. That is the first friend. The second friend is, it was actually my pastor at the time, someone who could ask me the different questions, like, do you have to get dressed up to go to church? Do you have to have the kids' clothes ironed? Do you have to make sure everyone is happy before you're happy? Do you have to run around like a chicken with your head cut off at your kid's birthday party that you worked for like three months off on and then didn't enjoy it because you're working so hard? Somebody, so that's the sleuth, someone who can help you investigate, you know, see things from a different angle. And then the third friend is someone who can help you step forward. So you have the encouraging, nurturing, listening friend. And you have the friend who can be like, ask you the questions and get you kind of shake things up in your head and say, and look at things from a different angle. And then you have someone who can help you walk through new doors. So say you're looking for a job. You have a friend that you can kind of like vent to and whine to and process with. And just say like, oh, my last job was, this job is so sucky. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh. And then your friend's like, you know, you can really combine your writing with all of your visual art skills and make a really big impact. Really? I don't know. And then you have a friend, another friend that's like, do you have to work for a company to, to be a productive citizen? Do you have to volunteer at your kid's school for like 20 hours a week? to make an impact. So then they help shake you up a bit. That sleuth helps you shake things up a bit. And then that joy opener is like, all right. And you look, you ask around, it's like, all right, who else do I know that's doing this or who might know somebody who's doing this? And so then you find people who have walked in the steps that are before you and then they can help open you, open your door to joy. And I call those the joy openers. They might as well also be called the door openers. So yeah, this week um, I had a conversation with my daughter. She was upset about a grade she got in one of her classes. And she was home and she just went in her room and she was crying and crying and crying and crying. And so finally I went in there and I just listened. And I said, I'm sorry that you're so sad about your grade. And that was it. 
And I said, let me know when you're ready to think about other options. But I'm sorry, your grade wasn't what you expected it to be. So I saw her, right? I was able to listen. And Barbara's a top-notch student. My daughter's top-notch. But everyone has their own struggles. I had major struggles in my book. Eventually, she reached out to her teacher and, and figured out what she could do and how she could help her grade. And part of that was in her lap to do. And part of that was, you know, our teachers are really busy and they also take time in grading things. So she had a bunch of other work that hadn't been graded that really helped her grade. And she did some extra work. Et voila, she opened the door to her joy of getting the grade that she wanted in her class. So you can find these three different kinds of friends. And in my book, the quote I, I used for the show today was about my friend Mary. I used to have a very comfy Winnie the Pooh blankie when I was young. And I found that comfort and that encouragement also in my friend Mary. Our friends are the people that we lean on and help us see things from a different angle and help us walk our own paths to joy. All right, that's it for me this week. Sending you love, light, and laughter. Until next week, I'm Heidi Esther.